following sermon was delivered at the 1030 worship service at the United Methodist Church of Kent. Please enjoy. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable unto you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Not too long ago, I was driving on a nearby superhighway. The speed limit was 70 miles per hour, and I, was, I may have been going a mile or two over it, but not anymore, really. I just, just, I'm going very fast at all. I found myself approaching a big semi, however, and decided to pass it. I checked in my rearview mirror to make sure no traffic was coming behind me. It was clear. I clicked on my turn signal. As I began to pull out to pass the truck, I checked once more, and there was a car almost on top of me. It had appeared out of nowhere. I pulled back in the lane I had been driving. I breathed easier, but then I had another shock. I almost ran into the semi I had hoped to pass additionally. Fortunately, I was able to see through the front windshield and I backed off. The rear view mirror was not of much use that time. I had to keep my eyes on the road ahead of me. Using both the mirror and window prevented a catastrophe. I was thinking after I did this, maybe I could have each of you write a sermon on that subject right now. Maybe we could do, have a lot, of, a lot of ideas about that. Another scenario. Over the years, my family and I have enjoyed trips into parts of the Monongahela National Forest, especially in, in West Virginia. It's beautiful country, driving the back roads, hiking the trails, viewing wonderful canyons and deep valleys. I've always dreaded the time when I would have to leave. But as I have departed, I'd pass some of those wonderful spots one more time. I get a quick glimpse from the rear view mirror. It's a sentimental experience. But remember, I'm driving on West Virginia roads. The rear view mirror is great, but 95% of my time has to be devoted to sharp curves and steep hills in front of me. Looking back has its meaning, but most energy has to go toward moving forward. This church is facing a similar challenge. We have been part of a faith journey that has its past, but it's not going to end. Now, I don't want to minimize our past. The writer of Hebrews in today's scripture says, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. But he goes on by introduce, introducing the rest of the chapter by looking back. By faith, our ancestors, ancestors received approval. And then he reminds his readers of Abel, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Esau, Moses, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and yes, women too, he mentions. And I can look back too. Parents and teachers and professors, pastors who helped me understand and accept my calling, my home church on the west side of Akron, Union Avenue United Methodist Church adjacent to, to Mount Union College, and the churches I have served and from whom I grew in my own faith. Four churches full-time, five other churches part-time, and then there, there was a church I served part-time for 20 and a half years. <laughs> Many of you have voiced your appreciation for my service here, and I do thank you. But that will not be the essence of my memories. It is what you have taught me about love and forgiveness, endurance, hope, 
strength in the midst of serious setbacks, wisdom to understand various points of view, reassurance when faith may be fall when my faith may be faltering, commitment in the face of unexpected challenges. You have inspired me. Now this church has been in existence for over two centuries. It's easy to look back to the many saints of the past. Now, I'm not saying many of you can look back two centuries. I know that. But you do look back to a little, little closer years and have seen the same kind of experience and remember them. But focus, focusing on our yesterdays will not move us ahead. Learn from them, of course, but we can't dwell on them. Keeping eyes on that rear-view mirror alone can be disastrous. Now we again look at what the writer of Hebrews has to say to us. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus. The race that is set before us. That cannot happen by counting on what we see through the rear view mirror. The window in front, the windshield, has to get our attention. What we see there helps in avoiding dangers, getting where we are going, approaching what is new and adventurous. People of faith, the church, have grown in the midst of and because of the challenges set before them. The world continues to change sometimes for the good, and sometimes for that which is not so good. Evil is still out there, but it can take on different variants from what we might have known before. Divisiveness might be more intense. It is even infecting church life. Faith may be defined in ways worrisome and troubling to us. Families are continually facing challenges that no one could have predicted. Means of communication are always changing. The digital world never stays the same. I never understood it in the past. Now I have to learn new stuff. I don't, it's, it's difficult. I basically had no idea what AI is. Artificial intelligence? Well, that may be me. I'm not sure. But anyway, anyway it's, it's, it, well, I don't know what that's all about. But it sounds as though it could be dangerous. Along with that misinformation, thing, misinformation runs amok. It seems like gun violence continues to ramp up. Drug addiction and overdoses do not, go, or do want, do not want to go away. Then there is the treatment of those who appear, appear to be different, whether it be the LBGQT community, migrants, persistent victims of poverty, faiths and cultures and races that, for some, do not seem to fit into the mainstream. People of faith. We cannot bury our heads. Let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us and looking to Jesus. The writer of Hebrews insists that. If we peer into the rearview mirror, we will no doubt see how Jesus was with us back there. But believe me, Jesus is in front, leading us to face the challenges and joys of joining with him in the race. This is a faith journey, sisters and brothers. It has to begin with looking to Jesus. In recent years, these words from Paul in Romans have encouraged me. This is from 826. 
The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Sighs too deep for words. For me, this is where I find the faith and wisdom to look ahead, an inner conviction, a feeling, a spirit, if you will, that supports my looking to Jesus. It means opening my heart and mind, allowing those sights and those sighs too deep for words to penetrate. As I look to July 1st, I find myself reassured by the knowledge that the last 20 and a half years will still be with me and carry me on to still greater things that lie ahead. And I know for certain that those sighs too deep for words will give strength to each of you to run with perseverance the race that is set before you. And that as you look to Jesus, Jesus will instill within you the vision and hope, knowing that with God, Jesus, and Jesus reminds us of this, all things are possible. Next Sunday, you will be welcoming the new pastoral leadership. And I know Dr. Howe and Reverend Makovic will look forward to looking through the windshield with you. The world and the Kent community have many needs and concerns that God is eager for you to consider. Ask yourself, where are the people living around you hurting? Where are the gaps that need to be addressed? Maybe begin with the words from Jesus, come you who are blessed by my Father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Sure, what we see through the rearview mirror gives reason to be proud. But the view through the front windshield confronts us with new challenges and needs. Now, focusing on recruitment of church members, growing the church is a concern, of course, but addressing the needs of what Jesus calls the least of these, neighbors in the community around us, draws us away from a kind of self-centeredness. Remember, Jesus tells us that that's where he is among those who are the needy. The result of distracted driving Concentrating on what is in our vehicle, or looking down inside our vehicle, they call that distracted driving, we've seen that, can lead us to unwelcome consequences. Looking to Jesus on the road in front of us leads to all kinds of growth for you and me and the least of these. There will be times when size too deep for words may be the first step. And from that will arise a vision bringing real growth. And the words again from the book of Isaiah. <clears throat> the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. God does not faint or grow weary. God's understanding is unsearchable. God gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even though youths will faint and grow weary and the young shall fall exhausted, but those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Let us pray. Gracious God, we have gathered here to celebrate your presence with us today. 
You are the source of our strength. You are the source of gifts that enable us to serve those closest to us and those far away. You accompany us along a road that may not always be smooth or easy to travel. And in the midst of the roadblocks, the detours, the wrong turns, we thank you for helping navigate and never giving up on us. Forgive us, Lord, when we forget or ignore your presence. Forgive us for thinking we can go it alone. Stand by us, even when we act as though we have it all under control. We cannot be so self-centered that we are blinded to the fact that we are not alone. Forgive us, God, and help us to learn how we can travel with you. Today we remember those in need of your caring love, Lee and Hal Hall, Tim Smith, Nancy Lewis, and others we hold in our hearts. We also pray that members of this church may have safe travels as they tour through Israel this week. And our prayers go out for the sisters and brothers of the Shreve United Methodist Church. And keep us ever sensitive, Lord, to the needs of others, both in our community and those well beyond. Fear, hate, prejudice affect them every day. May we be agents for peace. May we pray for those, may we pray for those peace agents serving you across our nation and the world. And may love prevail. In thy name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this edition of the United Methodist Church of Kent Sermon Podcast. For more information about the church, visit www.kentmethodist.com.